Giuliani. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani. Welcome, America, on this, our most important day, our election day. And an election day in which the uh, final results tonight will tell us whether the express train to socialism or communism or authoritarian government, massive federal government, diminishing state governments and diminishing rights for you continues unabated, as it has for two years since uh, America made such a terrible mistake and elected Joe Biden, who combines uh, mental deficiency for the job and is empowering a uh, left-wing agenda that could be described, as I put it, as an express train to socialism and communism. Either that's going to go forward with a uh, Pelosi uh, House and a Schumer Senate, or the American people are going to uh, cast a verdict, uh, more than just uh, individual votes in this election and that election, but send a message that this country is not a country that uh, should be based on the ideology and the thinking of Karl Marx, which is... Uh, uh, the, the philosophy and thinking to which you can attribute every single one of the illogical, anti-American, stupid, dangerous policies of the Biden administration? Or are we going to return to uh, the form of government that has been ours from the beginning, described as the greatest hope of mankind? Are we going to return to respect for our framers, for our founding fathers, for those who, who died uh, to build what was, uh, until a short while ago, the greatest country on earth. It still is, but it's very, very shaky. And two more years of this, and it may be irreparable. So I could not emphasize the importance of this election more. So... The Democrats here in New York are, are emblematic of the Democrats nationally. They are running a election of denial. You know how they like to say that people are climate deniers and election deniers and election deniers. I mean, the biggest example of that is Hillary Clinton. They're just following her example or Stacey Abrams. Well, they're crime deniers. If it's not Hochul, it's Biden. If it's not Biden, it's Adams. Adams started, I think, by saying, you know, it's really the fear of crime in the subways that is uh, the problem, and it's the press emphasizing the subway crimes, as if they shouldn't report subway crimes. Uh, they've been reporting subway crimes since I can remember. The reason that that is such a lie and should result in massive rejection of their candidates for lying about a subject of life and death. Just, to, just today, a New York City strap hanger was shot with gel pellets, and he was robbed of his glasses and beaten. Today, that, that's not being made up by the press or by the Republican conspirators. That's happening. Also, a strap hanger was punched and robbed in a random attack. And if you don't see the danger 
and the frightening aspects of a random attack, Mr. Adams and Ms. Hochul, you're really not up to the job. I mean, these are frightening things to people that you are saying are being exaggerated by Republicans. How patently ridiculous is that? How doesn't that tell you that you've made a terrible mistake for 20 years in giving the reins of government to these corrupt, incompetent, and in many, and in many cases, uh, people with foreign ideologies that want to change our government into a socialist economy, a much more authoritarian, centralized government, a government where mayors and governors and presidents issue dictates and forget about passing laws, and one in which the President of the United States is constantly ridiculing and attacking anyone who disagrees with him. Either uh, they're uh, systemic racists, or they're semi-fascists, or they're insane uh, MAGA, uh, ultra-MAGA Republicans. Well, I mean, that is the sign of a sign of a, first of all, a guy that's totally out of touch, a guy who's got a massive authoritarian streak. And and how much worse is that as a result of the fact that he has the sickness of dementia, which is ignored? It can't be ignored any longer because people are dying as a result of his not knowing what he is doing. People are dying in the streets of our city because the president will not embrace crime as a national emergency. (coughs) People are dying in the streets of our city because the president is in denial about an open border that is an invasion of this country. And you say, how does it affect New York or Boston or... Well, these people come here. Oh, some of them may be good people. I don't doubt that. Some of them may be people who are fleeing terrible things and are starving. But when people can come in unobserved, when people can come in unvetted in huge numbers, then you don't know who is here. And you have to be a naive fool not to think that our enemies don't take advantage of that. It has built a massive... Mexican organized crime group that is now, over the last three, four years, become much more sophisticated, much more wealthy. Literally, they know who's coming into our country. We don't. So if you assume that lots of people are coming in because it's pathetic and they want to get here and they want help, that large influx of people, Four million, three million, four million since Biden took over. Number one takes up an enormous amount of time of our of our border patrol and, and immigration forces, which doesn't allow them to patrol the border effectively. What that means is we also get not only the people that come over that we vaguely vet and then send to cities all over the country who are among the people who are doing uh, child uh, trafficking, human trafficking. The fentanyl crisis is a direct result of Joseph Robinette Biden's open border. 
his invitation at the Democratic Convention to surge to the border. What fool says that who wants to preserve a country's integrity? The fool that we have for president says that. It has to be stopped. You've got only one way to stop it. You've got the most powerful thing that exists to discipline government. The vote. Exercise it. Relentlessly. Vote the Democrats out of office so they are delivered a shock like they have never gotten before. That we will not stand for it anymore. We will not stand for your trying to take our children away from us and change their sex. We will not stand for your propagandizing our children so they become little loyal communists and hate Abraham Lincoln and George Washington and Christopher Columbus. We're not going to stand for it anymore. We're not going to stand for every weekend in Chicago. Oh, my goodness, last weekend it was five shot and 17 wounded. That wasn't a bad weekend. The one before was 10 shot. I mean, 10 murdered and 27 wounded. We've been up to 30 on weekends in Chicago, and it doesn't even bother the African-American politicians that their people are being slaughtered. What do you need, New York? What do you need, Illinois? What do you need, Pennsylvania, to realize how you have been used and abused? And to add to all that, they're crooked as hell. Hochul's already in two major scandals. The last two governors went out in scandal. A couple of the statewide officials went to jail. It is a thoroughly corrupt political party that is getting people killed. And when they tell you things like Hochul saying to Zeldin, I don't know why you think crime is so important, or Adams likes to tell you that it's really fear that's being exaggerated about the subway, and every day we have subway crimes, every day with half the ridership. We've had more people killed on the subway than at any time since before I was the mayor. Nobody's making this up. These are dead bodies. This isn't a Republican conspiracy. You've gotten away with that garbage lie for so long. You've even tried, Republicans are going to end Social Security. Even the Washington Post had to say what damn liars you are. I don't know if there was ever a more important time to deliver a message of decency and honesty to a political party that has rotted at the top. I mean, it, it is an election that no one, absolutely no one, who tells you this is the most important election so far in our history, and it's going to be followed by the next one is exaggerating. And their answers to it are their answers to it are perfect proof that if you should once again fall for the Democrat brainwashing, as you did when you voted for Adams, as you did when you voted for Biden, 
Just think of the condition of this country before the pandemic under Donald Trump. Best economy ever. Best economy for minorities ever. Russia in a million years would not have gone into Ukraine. Totally created by Biden's incompetent, cowardly, un-American handling of Afghanistan. Leaving Americans behind. Taking out the troops before the civilians. You might as well hand them death warrants. And nobody in the White House competent enough or decent enough to stop them. you got to get rid of them. And when you come back, we will talk about where things stand. I'm in New Hampshire. I have gotten a great deal of inside information about this race in Pennsylvania. Then I'm going to have Andrew on, who's got great inside information about New York. Let's see if we can figure out where things are going to go tonight. God bless America. We'll be right back. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. So let's let's take a quick look at where things are. I did a, a, a long show on this last night on social media. Uh, if you want to pick it up tonight, I'll be on between five, uh, I'm sorry, between six and uh, seven on bbcradio.com, and you can call in if you can't get through here and ask me questions about this, and then we'll be on live at one of the headquarters, probably Bulldog, and uh, we'll be uh, taking you through everything going on there and in the rest of the country, and that'll be at 8 o'clock, and that'll be a live stream that uh, you can get on Twitter. You can get it on, uh, I'm not sure about Twitter, but you can get it on uh, YouTube, you can get it on Getter. You can get it on uh, Facebook. And we had a heck of an audience last night from all over the world and, uh, and, and, and brought in some of their observations. So uh, uh, the, 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 the close one is the Senate. The House is um, pretty much determined. So I wrote down the races that at one time or another were, uh, were um, considered to be were considered to be uh, toss-up races, and here here are here are the here are here are the races that are toss-up races. So uh, one of them is uh, New Hampshire, and that's Bulldog and uh, Hassan, and I'd say Bulldog wins this race. The polls have her ahead by one or two. A few have him ahead by one or two. A few are even. Uh, they, uh, the experts uh, who are Democrat-oriented, uh, give the race as a leaner to uh, to Bulldog. I am in uh, uh, New Hampshire. I uh, today went to a cigar store to talk to everybody, all the, all the people there. I went to a diner to talk to all the people there, and I will tell you, Bulldog will pull this out. And one of the reasons is he will not be burdened by early elections. They don't have early elections here. And uh, three weeks ago, he would have lost. He really ran a brilliant campaign in the last three weeks. He's gone to 853 events, to her something like 200. And uh, you win New Hampshire by retail campaigning, and he has put himself in a position 
to win. Uh, and so I would say that that's going to be a, a pickup for Republicans, which right now on their model would put Republican their model, meaning the uh, uh, the model that's put out by uh, this is the 270 to win consensus map. They have this, as I said, leaning Baldock, I say Baldock wins. Pennsylvania is now tilting Republican. It had been tilting Democrat. It changed uh, in the last two days. And the majority of polls have Oz beating Fetterman. I will not believe Fetterman won unless it happens because I do not believe the people of Philadelphia can be snowed that badly. I am worried about the people in New York, but I don't think the people of Pennsylvania will be snowed that badly. Uh, that would hold a Republican seat. So it would keep it at what is now uh, 50, 48 is the way the sample started. You pick up New Hampshire, it's 51, 48. Now we're going to take a short break, and we'll come right back. We'll take some of your questions, and we'll finish this out very quickly. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Of American elections. Let's get through the Senate real, real quick. Here are my picks. No changing now. New Hampshire, I said Bulldog. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania is going to go to... Oz. Bud will win North Carolina and hold on to it for the Republicans. Walker will win Georgia. He will either win it by going over 50% tonight, or he'll be slightly short of 50%, and in a, a two-way runoff, he'll beat Warnock by a nice, comfortable 4 or 5% as we concentrate just on that race. Whether or not Florida was ever a vote uh, 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 one that we had to worry about. I doubt it. I think Democrats put it up to see if we could waste money there. Rubio will win, running slightly behind DeSantis. The last poll was 13 for DeSantis, 10 for Rubio. Arizona, I would say, is still a toss-up. It could it could be Masters. It could be uh, Kelly. Uh, up until a few days ago, it looked like Kelly the last couple of polls now have uh, the momentum on Masters' side, and his endorsement by the independent candidate has had a rather big impact. So, And I think Kerry Lake's dynamic race for governor is a kind of race that brings in uh, uh, a ticket. Uh, Colorado, Bennett's going to keep it for the Dems. Nevada's going to be Laxalt. You might call it a toss-up. I don't. Laxalt wins that. Vance is winning by 10% or more. Johnson is winning by 7 or 8%, and Grassley is winning by 13 That would yield a 53 to 47 uh, vote margin in the House, which would mean the end of Chuck Schumer as um, – majority leader, and maybe he could go back to trying to help New York rather than selling us out so he could be majority leader. 
and maybe he could go back to defending the state of Israel, which he sold out every single time to leave or uh, any one of the other anti-Semites issued horrible statements about Israel being involved in genocide or wanting to destroy the state of Israel. Maybe he can redeem himself. Uh, we have, we have also um, house races that are very, very close and very, very uh, uh, interesting. The reality is there are about ten of them that are legitimately toss-ups, and I will won't go into them in detail. If you want to uh, listen in at five or eight tonight, five on on bbsradio.com and uh, eight on your favorite social media, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Getter. We could be on Twitter as well. And we'll go into more details about that. The question is the margin. What will the margin be in, uh, what will the margin be in the House? And I would say uh, the margin is going to be north of 30 votes. Most of the races are going to break for the Republicans. Those of you here in New York are most interested in Maliotakis. I mean, she is going to win. They're going to wipe out on Long Island. Each one of the Republicans are going to win in Long Island for a pickup of another two or three. Uh, the uh, Sean Patrick Maloney race uh, is an interesting one. He's, he's listed now as slightly winning. I believe he loses that race. Uh, so those, are, those will be some of the pickups that we know the most about. And then the governor's races, the, uh, the governor's races are more in the nature of uh, uh, expanding the already, um, the already large uh, majority that Republicans have in governorships. I think it's 28 right now, but I think, you know, they're going to gain one. And uh, that means the re-election of presidential material Republicans, right? So uh, DeSantis is the one, I guess, at the top of the list. But you can't ignore a Governor Abbott, uh, who has been a fine, fine governor of, 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 of Texas. Um, these are people that will be uh, legitimate presidential candidates. But you know the big question in the room is, Will Donald Trump run or not? And um, I guess the president is not going to announce before the election, which it was my position. He should not. Right now, everything looks Republican. Why throw a, a monkey wrench in? That could be a great help or could be a great loss. So you got to take a look at the results tonight. Without jinxing it, it looks like Trump is going to have Many, many more victories than any kind of setbacks. And uh, we, we have with us someone who can really help us, because I've been holding off on New York until I got someone who knows more about it than I do, because he was part of it. Uh, Andrew Giuliani, who ran a wonderful race for a governor against Lee Zeldin. He lost, but he came in second and uh, has developed a strong uh, relationship and support for Lee Zeldin, the way a honorable, decent uh, politician does. He's one of his strong supporters right now. So tell us about New York, Andrew, and then anything else that you've picked up 
now that you are uh, deeply involved in this? <laughs> well, I'll tell you uh, that uh, right after Bernie and Sid this morning, I ended up going over to the Zeldin headquarters. The good news, and I was very happy to see this, was the Zeldin headquarters was very few people in there because everybody was out on the ground <laughs> trying to get every single last vote in there. As we know, you can't get votes in headquarters. I'll actually be going to the Staten Island Ferry in about an hour to, uh, to urge everybody who has not voted to get on out there and vote for Zeldin. Uh, the early vote numbers and the absentee numbers were kind of exactly where Zeldin wanted the, them to be in New York City. They were low. They have gone up here throughout the day. Uh, but it will be interesting to see if it plateaus or if there's a, a continued surge. If there's a continued surge here after the 6 o'clock hour, then, uh, you know, Zeldin will have to make up more raw votes in other places in the state. Uh, but if not, and they've plateaued, then he still has uh, what I think is, is a good shot to win this thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's remarkable, isn't it, Andrew, when you think about this, when we first talked about it two, what, two years ago or a year? A year yeah. and a half ago or whenever it was, the, uh, even as you evaluated it, you realized that your chance of winning the general election would be a long shot, right? Well, I, I think the thing, and this is probably the, the amazing thing to see what happened in 1993 specifically, and then again in 94 with Pataki, but every single Republican candidate, and this was true of myself, of Rob Astorino, of Lee Zeldin, we all handicapped that you needed to win somewhere in the 30s of New York City, 30 to 35 percent of New York City. Almost unfathomable that a Republican could actually break 50 percent like you were able to do two times, and then Bloomberg twice as a Republican was able to do as well. Uh, but if Zeldin can hit the mid-30s in New York City, and if that turnout number uh, goes up, that number probably has to get up to 36, 37, 38 percent, which, by the way, he did hit 37% in New York City in multiple polls, so it's not out of the question. And some of the Brooklyn vote uh, I could see being the Orthodox community. I can see some of the Queens vote being the Asian community as he's developed strong ties there. Um, but uh, it does as, – as somebody who has assessed the state now uh, on uh, so many different occasions in looking at our race and looking at Zeldin's race, it is pretty amazing looking back in 1993 to see a Republican – winning 50 percent of the, the city. And then I believe in 97, you, you won 55, 56 percent of the city to win by 19 points. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah. Maybe 58. Wow. Wow. OK. I don't remember. Well, I, we won I, by 19. So I don't remember what, yeah. what, what we got to yeah, somewhere between 55 and 58. Well, it, I'll tell you what, a few of those extra voters that were voting for Rudy Giuliani in 1997, <laughs> if they come to the polls in the next couple hours, they may make be sure gone, they come on out and pull the left. <laughs> I think sure they, they ran the away because of Cuomo and Spitzer <laughs> and the crazy legislature. <laughs> Andrew, the other thing I think New York City residents don't know is the crime issue is just as big in upstate New York as it is in New York City this time. Absolutely. And, and you saw it as you traveled the state here this last year to Rochester, to Binghamton. Oh. Uh, I, I said this time and again, Rochester had the most murders ever in recorded history last year. They, they were on pace to surpass that this year, sadly enough. Actually, Rochester is more dangerous per capita than even Baltimore is. Uh, and that will give you some real perspective if anybody knows what's been going on in Baltimore over the last few years. Same thing in Binghamton, where crimes have gone absolutely through the roof. So this is not just a New York City issue, and, and it's why you've seen 28, 29 percent say crime across the state 
is the number one issue. And by the way, those that say that it's not the number one issue, that the economy is the number one issue, that 20 percent says crime is the number two issue. So really, for almost 50 percent of New Yorkers, they're saying it's one of the top two issues, crime. Yeah, New York is, you know, and most of the other states, it's the other way around. Crime is a big issue everywhere where we have Democrat mayors. And uh, uh, but it's but it's still number two. I don't know about Pennsylvania because Philadelphia is completely out of control. But in almost every state, economy one, crime two. uh, You know what's coming up a lot? uh, Parents, parents in schools and uh, trying to take away parents rights to determine about vaccines or even sex change. This has become a big, big issue. And, and I think one of the real keys and I think one of the major differences between Hochul and Zelda and it shined through the debate was when they asked Hochul if there would be any COVID mandates for our kids. She said not at this time, which means I'll consider it on November 9th. <laughs> said very clearly, he said very clearly, never, never. That's a very clear difference for any parent that's looking at medical freedom. So if you if you're a New Yorker and you're very concerned about crime, which I think almost is almost universal, I want to play for you something that Hochul said. I guess it was uh, this morning or yesterday, and I think just this has to tell you you can't vote for her. Uh, this is number eight. Oh, I'm sorry, number seven. Number seven. I'm sorry. Uh, we can put that on. She, it's a little low, but she said that Zeldin is hyperventilating about yeah. crime and is fear-mongering to get votes. Democrats ran states safer than Republican-run states. Well, not her state, not her Democratic-run state. <laughs> I would say that very, very clearly. And I would say she's one of the main reasons why we haven't been able to actually get the bail reform changed in this. And I would just say this for any New Yorker that has actually seen this, that experienced crime, any victims, any victims, family members that have gone through this. You tell me if you're hyperventilating. You tell me if you're fear mongering. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and by the way, your 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 CompStat program, which you developed just so then that way you could have data to actually take political theater, which is what she's doing, and, and contrast it with real data shows you that we're not hyperventilating. That this is actually backs itself up in the numbers and in the data. Yeah, I mean, crime is up 32% in New York City. Subway crime is up 42% in New York City. There have been more murders on the subway this year than before I was mayor, nine. And then you cannot at all reduce the impact of the random crime. It's the most frightening thing in the world to see an elderly person standing there and for no reason in the world get hit in the head with a bat. I think about it as uh, my my wife and, and daughter walk almost every day by where that poor woman was, was raped the other day, and, uh, you know, right, right by the West Village on the West Side Highway. That's a, that's a very uh, safe neighborhood in the city, and so this is not... It's not exempt to anywhere in New York City at this point. It's not exempt to anywhere in New York State. Uh, and that's why I'm hopeful that some of these voters that we're seeing in New York City, while turnout is, is starting to come up, I, I think that there might be some independents and some Democrats in there that are saying enough is enough. I think Zeldin did a very good job of co- coalescing a, a group of New Yorkers that are fed up. With well, I think, I think that's of, his, 
That's as good an analysis as we're going to get, and we'll we'll know we'll know if we're right or wrong tomorrow, right, Andrew? We'll 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 have say some prayers, and we'll uh, we'll we'll get every last vote out. So, Do you agree with me, Andrew? Period? If 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 yeah. we get long delays in getting the votes in, there's something fishy going on. It just hurts trust, right? I mean, it, it should be transparent and expedient. Uh, and I think that's so important with the whole process. And, and I look back to this. I would say that it's not even just the 2020 presidential election. You can go back to the 2016 presidential election and look at how many Democrats question that. When you're talking about the majority of Americans questioning one of the last two presidential elections, then you know we have a real problem yep. in this yep. country. Yep. So yep. it's not yep. partisan at all when it comes to this stuff. This is right. something that we should have accurate and fast results when it comes to election. It should be on election day. Well, we will be back, and thank you, Andrew, very, very much, and congratulations on your contribution both to the primary and now to the general election. God bless you, and God bless America, and we'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts right after this. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Mayor's final thoughts. Thank you for returning. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Mayor's final thoughts brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Make your $11 contribution to them per month, and you will be helping the best among us, and those who have made the biggest sacrifices, the men and women in uniform who are catastrophically injured and need special homes built for them, or or the families who lose loved ones protecting us, who will be given uh, mortgage-free homes immediately to, to, to bolster their morale and show they are not alone. T2T is a, a, a God-sent organization, and being part of it makes you a better a better person. I would like to hear from Joe uh, today uh, on this the night before or the time of our election because there's no one that I think has a better appreciation of how this is not an accident that we are in this terrible condition in this country that we are in, verging on becoming a socialist or communist country. Joe, Brooklyn, are you there? Rudy. Yeah, Joe. It's uh, it's Larry from the Jersey. I'm sorry. Uh, it's Joe from the Jersey. So oh, okay. Well, Joe from Jersey, didn't you tell us what, yeah, what you yeah. have on your mind? So I agree with everything you're saying. you got to get out and vote. I get that. I voted today. But the White House a couple days ago comes out and says, oh, it could take days to count the votes. How do they know, Rudy? Because they want to cheat again. That's the issue. So No question just- about it, Joe. France count, France counted their vote in eight hours. An entire country. Yeah. You, you a state can't count it. And, and, I mean, this is actually ridiculous. Why? We used to count our vote when we counted by, hands in, by hand in 12 hours. We never had these delays until the Democrats figured out how to cheat. 
you just said it two minutes ago to your son, something fishy happening. If it happens again, Rudy, where do we go from here as Americans? I don't know. I don't know. I really, I really urge every state, get it over with in eight hours. If you can't do it in eight or 10 or 12 hours, if you can't get the answer tonight or tomorrow morning, I'm not going to say you're all cheating, but you sure are creating the suspicion that you are because there's no reason for that, not in this modern day and age. That's the excuse. Like last time, Trump was ahead in all of the states in which they stopped the vote. And what are the odds that he would lose every single one that he was ahead in where they stopped the vote, but not the others? Yep, I agree. You've got to be a fool, unable to draw inferences from facts to not get the answer to that. Well, my final word to uh, the American people tonight is, of course, to vote. But it is to vote Republican. You know, sometimes we say vote and vote your conscience or what you believe. Or it is, it, 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 There's no uh, second possibility here. A vote for a Democrat for a federal office is to vote for the leadership of the party. The congressman and the senator means very little. Pelosi, Schumer mean a lot more. They're going to run the agenda, and they are destroying the United States of America. They're destroying it because of their greed for power, and you have no idea how much money these people are pulling down and taking in. I do, because I have the benefit of Hunter's computer that explains it. $31 million from China. Get them the hell out of office. Save America. God bless America. And this time, say a prayer for America tonight. We'll see you tomorrow and hopefully on a much better day. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.